Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today we are continuing the series talking about systems. I apologize I didn't get an episode up on Monday. Um, Henrik, I know you're listening, my guy. And we actually did an interview with Henrik Gislason, the lawn care kid. He's crushing it. Uh, he's 17 years old. He's got quite the business going already. And uh, we had him on, but I haven't had time to edit that podcast. Um, and then I just had another interview with Ezra McCarthy, had a follow-up interview with him on how um, you know Google My Business can tie into having a good website and how he uh, was at the point where he's getting on a good day three to five calls off of that completely free. So um, with that being said, let's jump right into this. Talking about systems, and I have to say last time was a little bit slapped together. This time I actually took the time to, to build out some notes. Now we could talk about um, systems for tracking your numbers for days and weeks and months and for forever. Um, I could give you different softwares to use and all this super complicated stuff. And this itself, I could probably make this into, you know, a six part series. And maybe that's the next play for me um, is making this into a really big series because I think it's really, really important. And it's only something that I very recently started doing. And now that I see the numbers, I'm like, okay, this is what we're spending money on. This is how we're making money. Here's how we're getting clients in the door. And it's just all starting to click and make sense. So with that being said, let's jump right into this. Uh, systems part two, tracking your numbers, knowing your numbers. I'm going to give you two right here. Um, the one is, what is my actual profit? Like, what am I actually making? What percentage is that? How much am I making per man hour for real? Not how much am I estimating? Um, like, how much am I quoting people at? But how much am I actually, like, am I actually getting close to what I'm trying to quote people for? Or are my quotes just way off? And, like, it's just a mess. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about how that ties into marketing as well. And I'm not the most genius at this. Um, in fact, I'd like to get a couple of very smart people on um, very soon. I want to do like a millionaire series. So if you do know of any um, millionaires who are in the lawn care, lawn maintenance industry that you want me to interview, give me a shout. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to get some ideas. Uh, I've got a couple already. And uh, I think we're going to have a great, I want to do a month, but I, what, it, what would it be like to do like millionaire Monday? I think that'd be sick to be able to do that just every single week, have a millionaire on here and, you know, me be able to ask like real life questions. Cause I think a lot of you guys are in very similar situations to me. Like last year was more like, you know, hundred K business this year. It's more like for, for me, at least personally, it's more like a quarter million dollar, um, business per year. Um, and obviously net is about six figures net um, versus last year gross. Um, so a very big leap, but you guys are probably somewhere in there, maybe a slightly smaller operation going on, maybe a slightly bigger operation going on. I don't know what you guys are doing right now, um, but I think it'd be really helpful to have them on. I'm going to talk about a couple of things that I started tracking that are really, really important and just kind of tells me, hey, what's going on? And I think one of the, the biggest problems is you're not making money and you don't know why. And you can't know why until you get to break down the numbers. And I'm going to kind of give you how do I track these numbers? What numbers are we even talking about? Because people talk about know your numbers, know your numbers. And I'm like, yeah, tell me what numbers I need to know. Oh, you need to know this number, this number, this number. I'm like, okay, well, how, how do I actually track that? So I'm just going to give it to you guys here. Um, it's going to be a little bit funky. You need to definitely be very focused on what I'm saying here because um, – like it's, there's, it's not a visual as well. So let's go into this. So how to track numbers, let's let's do without a software first. So like if you don't have like a CRM or even if you do, um, you can create a sheet of the following. So first up, um, the dates above, up above. So I'd have like um, today is the 24th. Um, so like 
I do like a 524, 2023. I just do a 524 for this week. And I just do one. Um, I think this is what is this Wednesday? So I'd have a 522, 523, 524. And I give myself a little bit of room. Um, you know, you could do this in Excel, you can do this in Google Sheets. Uh, there's ways to get them both like free and stuff like that. I think I think uh, Google Sheets is just free in general. But I could be I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure if it's not, you can just go on YouTube and people will teach you how to get Excel for free and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So, um, yes, so go in, have a sheet, something like that. You can do this on paper if you really want to, but it's just going to take a lot of time. And there's ways in like Excel and Google Sheet that you can like automate the addition and subtraction division and all this stuff. So like on, I have a sheet built out. Maybe I can give it to you guys. I've given it to a couple of guys that I was, you know, I've gotten the, the chance to actually talk to on a call, um, which I'll throw a link down below. If you want to have a conversation with me one-on-one, -on -one. like that's an option. Um, I'm going to want to get some value, some insight from you. Honestly, I think I can learn from just about anybody. Um, so if you're down, like you can go ahead. There, there should be a link down below. You can just book something in. Um, and, you know, I help a couple of people. So if you want want to get help too, be happy to. But like, I can get you this. I, I just sent it to to my buddy, my buddy Aiden Hill. He's crushing it. Solo operator. I think he's 18. I think he's 18. Um, but he's going to do almost six figures. You know, he's got a great setup. Like he's just crushing. He's doing really well for himself. It's just him. Absolutely crushing. Really good profit margins. Uh, he's got a really good thing going. And he's got great dreams. So I sent this over to him. It basically has all the calculations. Like I'll just put in the numbers. Like here's what my daily costs were. Here's what my total gross revenue is. You know, here's the total man hours. And it'll spit out the week's total man hours, week's profit margin, total revenue per man hour, total profit per man hour, total gross profit. And then I have another sheet that has like drive time, uh, time at properties, the price of each job. Um, and I do have to type in a lot of stuff manually at the end of the day, which is, you know, it's not fun. Um, but it'll, it'll spit out. I've, I've made it. So the sheet just spits out like, this is how many jobs we did this week. Here's the total, you know, drive time for the week. Here's the average drive time per job. So it tells me like, if I feel like my profit isn't good because there's too much drive time. And so it looks like, uh, what is this? Five, just the wrong one. Let's do, let's do last week. Let's look at how many, what was the average drive time? Average drive time was 2.941 minutes. So that's like two minutes and 55 seconds. So if I'm like, hey, we had too much drive time the other day, I'll go, okay, well, let's just take clients who are only like two minutes away from the next job, right, or less. Um, so one or two minutes away from the next job, and that's how I bring it down. If it's already at like a minute and I wanna grow fast, maybe I can put it at three minutes away. And so I can just kind of control things like that. If that makes sense to you, like it's just ways of like knowing these numbers because when you know the numbers, you can actually change things in your business to get your numbers to where you want to be. Obviously, we all want to be making more money. So anything that moves the needle in uh, towards the direction of making more money is a good thing. So like I said, there's just going to be like make like dates and then do like a list of all the properties you did on like a given day and then just do this for last week. Just go ahead and do this for last week. Like make a sheet, dates up above, list all the properties you don't each day. Um, track how much total money you made from each day's properties down below. Um, don't include sales tax. It'll just confuse you. Plus it's not your money anyway. So don't even include that. Um, as well as like how many properties you did that day. Um, and then you can add up all the day's expenses from your receipts, fuel, et cetera, labor, payroll, you know, in the expenses column, just, you can do it for the whole week even, um, and just add up day by day. Like, Hey, 
today was we had this expense. This is the day we did payroll. Here are the expenses. Add them all up for the week. So add up your all of your income and then add up all of your expenses. I know this seems super basic. You guys are like, oh, of course I know how to do this. But are you actually doing it? Or are you just going into your software and you're like, uh, I don't really know what's going on here, but I think it says my profit is this. Like you have to actually legitimately know. If you have a company doing it for you, great. If not, well, it's time to start doing it. Whether you hire someone or you start doing it yourself, very important to be doing that. And if you do want to get more fancy like I do, um, I add like estimated time at each property in man minutes, um, which is basically instead of man hours, it's just man minutes. So like if we spend 20 minutes at a job with three of us, then it's 60 man minutes, which is one one man hour, but I'll do 60 man minutes. And then I also add up drive time, not in man minutes, just minutes um, in between each job, just using Google Maps. And then I'll get like, Here's this two minutes, one minute, three minutes, six minutes, this, that, 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 that. And I know which days have the most dense routes, um, which, you know, areas do we need to charge more money in because it's further away? How much money do I need to charge because it's a five minute drive there, five minute drive back? Okay, well, that's already going to be with XYZ crew. Okay, well, that's already puts them at a base price of even if their loan takes 10 minutes, I need to make $50, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so it just gives you a better context like that. So I would recommend adding in like, estimated time at the property just so that you know and have a way of like tracking like hey what properties are taking us longer than others you know and then like putting in the price right next to it like so for example i'll even i'll pull up mine um so it's kind of hard to describe but there's like different columns and at the top i'll have like the date and then the job type so i'll have like lawns 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 i have specific colors for each job type then i'll do drive time so drive time from our start location to that property. So for example, 209 Hillbrook, four minutes uh, drive time. Then the next property is 116 Ivy Lane, that's two minutes. The next property is 309 Walberta, that's three minutes. The next property is 812 Grover, that's one minute. 101 Woodland is right there as well, so it's zero minutes, on, on and on and on, all the way down through. And then I just have like a little math equation. If you guys don't know how to do like little math equations in Google Sheets and Google uh, and like Excel, stuff like that, just YouTube it, it's gonna save you so much time of like going through and adding everything up. And I see, okay, we spent a total of 50 minutes driving this entire day. We did 32 properties, 50 minutes of total drive time. And then I'll just, you know, I can estimate, I actually legitimately time things. Um, sometimes we forget, but a lot of times I, I like to get like an actual legit baseline. It's like, okay, this one actually takes us seven minutes. This one takes us eight minutes. This one takes us 12 minutes. This one takes us 27 minutes and on and on and on. And then I'll list the price next to them. And when I see time at property and I'm like, okay, we spent 20 minutes at the property and we charged them $35 and we had a three-man crew. I'm like, is that at least $50 per man hour? It's like, well, it took us an entire man hour. We charged them $35. Okay, that's not a profitable property. And I also include drive time when I bid things. If it's far away, I'm like, I'm just going to start you out at a higher price. Like, even if your lawn is super tiny, if you're five minutes away from my closest property, I'm sorry, your property is probably going to be $45, $50. Because five minutes there, maybe two or three minutes to the next property, or maybe even longer, something like that. It depends on how it kind of flows in with the rest of the schedule. If you're five minutes away, but like you're five minutes and you gap the next property, which is like 30 seconds down the street, that's fine. Like I'll charge you a fair price. Um, but knowing all these things, what is the property? What type of job? Uh, what's the drive time? What's the time at the property? And what's the price? So how do we actually figure out these numbers? Um, and I know this is all probably hurting your head. So obviously, profit is literally just subtracting your total income minus your expenses. You subtract your expenses out of the total income. That's your profit. Okay. 
You do need to set aside some for taxes. The rest of it, I highly recommend. I would just put it all in your personal account and have a, uh, another account within your personal banking account um, that you put all your money away for taxes. Do not touch that money. Like do, it's not yours. Like they, the government feels entitled to it, so they will come and get it. Um, and then if you want to know like your profit margin, because we talk about margin, what's your margin? What's your margin? All you need to do is divide um, the total profit by the total income. You're like, well, it's smaller. Okay, well, you're going to come out with a decimal. So for for example, let's say my profit for the week, um, you know, I've got a small weekend kind of operation. I did um, $380 in profit, but, you know, um, $1,000 total, had some big expenses over the weekend. Well, my profit margin is 38%, right? Like 38 out of 1,000, 388 out of 1,000, 38%, right? Which is actually you know, decent for solo operator, maybe probably more like 50%, but you know, not the end of the world. So that's how you just kind of get that. And when you get 0.38, that's just a percent. So it's just like, whatever your margin is, for example, um, generally, we're going to do, you know, um, probably about $2,300 a week in profit, we divide that by, you know, $5,500. Our profit margin is almost 42%, which is really good. Um, and it's really, really, really not complicated at all. Uh, you just need to divide, again, total profit for the week um, by total income, and you're going to get spit out a number. It's just good to know. It's kind of like a number to have at the back of your head so that you can, pair, can compare it to other weeks. Because some weeks you're like, oh, man, I only brought home a 1000 Like, I only took home $1,000 this week. Yeah, but you only you but you did fifteen hundred dollars in work, so a thousand dollars is really really good. Versus, oh, I made two thousand dollars this this week. What a win! But you did twenty thousand dollars this you know that week in, in total income. That's actually really bad. It's ten percent. It's not good. Um, and if you do have a software like Jobber, Service Autopilot, Copilot, you can let the software add up most of the numbers for you. You can just like go in there. Hey, what was the total amount paid out? You know that we're gonna get paid today. You can go in there and look at it. Like I know Jobber definitely has it. Copilot definitely has it. I think Service Autopilot also has it. It was so complicated. We switched over pretty quickly to Copilot afterwards. So I don't know the specifics. I'm sure Yardbooks has it. Whoever you're using has it. And you can just go in there and say, hey, how much are we making per day? Um, and then obviously, you know, Google Maps to add up all the, the drive time if you're looking to do that. And then man hours, you can just estimate or you can have the guys time the properties if you want. It does they will forget properties, but it's a really helpful metric to know. Um, I'm trying to think. And then the property lists, obviously, like if you're not going to remember everything off the top of your head, it's all probably in your software. So just go ahead and just like copy and paste those over. Um, and then you should also be tracking employee hours. And when you add up all the employee hours, you can actually divide the total income by the total amount of hours, total amount of man hours, to get what you're actually making per man hour, okay? Because everyone's like, I'm bidding $75 to $100 per man hour. Yeah, well, I'm bidding you know, $75 per man hour, but it doesn't mean that I always hit $75 per man hour. It's like, okay, well, we're, at, we're actually making $50 per man hour. Okay, well, our bidding is obviously unrealistic. The way we're bidding is we're actually bidding for $50 per hour and like not fooling ourselves into thinking that we're actually charging, like gonna get more profit or we're charging more or we should be making more because we're just confusing ourselves. Just be honest with yourself and be like, okay, I'm actually 
only charging $50 per man hour. I thought it was 75, but I'm looking at this number and we actually made $50 per man hour. And it can also tell you like if your goal is like $100 per man hour and you're doing like $85 per man hour, then you're like, okay, there's a discrepancy. I need to fix something. We need to get, you know, more efficient um, or be bidding things, you know, more expensive to be able to hit that $100 per man hour. And you know that. And I also really like to do this. I really prefer to do this where I add up all the employee hours and then divide the um, the total profit by the total hours that the guys worked. So for example, um, let me pull up the, the, the fancy dancy calculator here on my computer. We do $2,300 in profit and we do it in 120 man hours. That means I'm averaging $19 per man hour in profit. Um, and I'm, you know, it depends on how much I'm charging per man hour, obviously, you know, that's super dependent on a lot of different things, but I'm like, okay, so for each guy who works each hour, I'm making $19 on average. So if I need to make more money, I put more guys on more jobs, you know, and it's, I know that I'm going to spit out 19 per hour on average in profit. That's super helpful. So I hope that kind of breaks it down for you guys. These are really the numbers you need to know. How many properties are we doing? You know, you can put in the addresses. How far is it in between each one? How much am I making from each one? How much time are we spending at each one? And then, you know, just doing some basic math to go, okay, well, what's my actual profit? Well, what am I actually making per man hour? Because that's extremely important. That's how we base everything. We're selling our time. So we should have a pretty good baseline of how much we're actually profiting per man hour. And I think most people have no idea. And then when it turns out they're profiting $5 per man hour, they're like, ah, oh, da, da, da. And it's like, well, you could have just done the math to start out. Like, just look at the numbers, bro. Like, the numbers don't lie. Like, they speak for themselves. Um, and when you see numbers that are lower than they need to be, you go, okay, how do we cut expenses, increase efficiency, and charge more money? Right? Like, it's just super simple. And, like, honestly, you can do that anytime where it's like, okay, we're not making money. How do we charge more money, be more efficient, and cut costs? Right, but with this, you can see exactly where the specific costs are, what your expenses are, which jobs you're not that profitable on. So you can charge not the wrong people. Like charging more like people money more money across the board is a really bad idea and a really good way to lose a lot of clients for no reason at all. When some clients are already getting charged too much and some of them aren't getting charged enough. So losing the clients that aren't, you know, getting charged enough and then having or sorry, that are getting charged too much, because you're already charging you're charging them even more too much. And then um, having uh, new, you know, newer or, you know, not as good clients that you weren't making as much of a profit on are now frustrated with you because now you're profitable. And then you lost the people who were already profitable. So it's, it's kind of a mess. You need to be, it's a case by case kind of thing. And this is a way to break it down to know what your drive time is. So, it, you know, to obviously decrease your drive time if you know that your average drive time is three minutes. Well, if you want to get it down to two minutes, you should only be taking people who are two minutes or less away from the last property. Uh, another thing that I can real quick touch on here before we before we wrap wrap up because I've been talking here for like twenty minutes um, is another number that's really important. And I honestly, I'm convinced, guys, we're gonna do like a tracking your numbers and knowing your numbers series. And at the end, I'm just gonna give you guys like the Google Sheet access to the Google Sheet for my business, and it'll probably have the information for my business in there, like exactly what jobs we did, how much are we charging per job, how much are we profiting per job. So you guys get to actually see that. Like, I'm fine being open books about things. Like, I'm not giving explicit addresses. Like, I don't think any of my competitors are following me, so it doesn't really it doesn't really affect me. Um, and I might just have people, like, you know, DM me, and I could just check who you are. I'm like, okay, 
he's not my competitor. You know, like he's not even he doesn't his business is not anywhere near mine. That's fine. But I'm probably going to include like documents so that you guys can just better track each of these numbers. Because when you know them, you can make numbers based decisions, not emotional based decisions like we need to charge more money. Maybe it's not that you need to charge more money. Maybe you're working too many guys who aren't trained well enough. They're just not efficient enough. You know, maybe it's actually not all the properties that need the price increase. It's only two or three of them. Um, what if your route actually isn't that dense or that about built out? You're like, oh, I thought it was two or three minutes to each property, but it's five or six minutes to each property. Okay, well, what are you going to do about that? You're going to charge more for drive time. You're going to re-optimize your route. What are you going to do to make more money? Um, and then another huge, huge part when it comes to tracking your numbers and building a system around that is knowing what... Um, you know, information about new clients coming in, because obviously, one of the most important things is like, knowing, like being able to set up a system within your business, that you have predictable growth for your business, not like three to five calls this day, but none the next and three to five the next day and none in the next and then nothing for two weeks. And then 100 calls on one day and stuff like that, like predictable, to a certain extent, and very like, very linear because you can't you can't really grow in a good business without some level of certainty with some level of um of data to back back up the decisions you're making because if you get to the point where it's like i don't know i'm just throwing stuff against the wall hoping it sticks like like i, I hear of a lot of guys who it takes five ten years to build up a business and now it's super profitable. They're doing really well for themselves and their families. And then I'm like, I don't really want to wait five, 10 years, right? And I'm sure most of you guys don't. You don't. It just takes actually knowing your numbers. And so here's a couple of numbers that you should be keeping an eye on and be tracking when it comes to clients that are coming to the door, okay? So first off, leads. Where, you know, that come in, right? So tracking the leads that come in. Each and every one of them, right? Where are they from? How much did you spend to get them here? right? What were you spending money on? Like, were they, where did they actually come from? Like, did they come from the Google ad? Oh, if so, how much did you spend to get them here? Are they actually qualified or not? And if not, what percentage of people are qualified versus not qualified, right? That's really important too. If you're, you know, getting it's $2 per person for per phone call, but one in a hundred of them are qualified. Is it really worth it? And then close or not, right? Close ratio. Are you closing 70, 80, 90% of the clients? Or are you only closing 30, 40, 50% of the clients? Like what, what's going on with that? Like what are you doing here? Um, immediate value. Or what are they signing up for right away? When you say, hey, do you need a spring fall cleanup, mulch, da, 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 all, all your services, that kind of thing, whatever's most relevant for the time of year that they sign up for whatever other service, you say, hey, did you want this too? Like what is the immediate value of the client? Are they go, oh, yeah, instantly they sign a quote for $1,000 mulch job right? How about this? How about a six month upsell value, right? In six months from now, are, are they on plowing? Are they on, are they on uh, mulch? Are they on hedges? Are you doing a retaining wall for them? Like what's the upsell value? Um, how many referrals are they getting you? What's the churn? How long are clients on average staying in your business? Two years, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years? Like, like what does that look like? And then average lifetime value. So over the time that they're with you from the moment they come in to the moment they leave, how much are you making on average, which is, by the way, is a super num simple number to come to. All you need to do is go, okay, how much do I make off of each client per year on average? I make $1,500, $2,000, $2,500, whatever you want to say, let's say $2,000. 
and they stick around for an average of three to five years. Okay, well, what's the average average? Okay, four years. Okay, so I know on average, I'm going to make $8,000 in income from each client. Okay, well, $8,000, what's my profit margin? 30%. Okay, I'm going to make $2,400 in profit over the t of, over the period of, um, what is that, four, uh, four years, so $600 per year in average profit. Okay, so how do I turn a profit almost immediately? Well, if you paid $600 to acquire the client, you're not going to break even until a year after. Is that worth it? Yes or no? Do you leave the ads on? Do you turn them off? Is that worth it or no? Can you scale predictably that way or no? Are you willing to wait that long or no? Right? Knowing these numbers allows you to make a decision on should I turn the ads off? Should I try something new? Is this working or not? Where are these people coming from? Is this more of a headache? Is this worth it? Um, and it also tells you a little bit more about your business. What's your close ratio? Oh, it's, it's 35%. Well, how much are you charging per man hour? Oh, $60 per man hour. Okay, that sounds like a pretty competitive rate. So what, why are you not closing people? Are you following up with them? No. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> now we know. We just need to follow up with people and close ratio is probably going to go up. Well, I just don't have time. All right. Well, let's create an automation within your software and X, Y, and Z, right? Like just super simple stuff. Like one leads to another. Another thing like, for example, um, how much are you spending per lead? Like I'm spending $100 per lead. Per lead? What? How many people you're converting? Like I have a pretty optimized 75%. So it's like, uh, shoot, $100 per lead, 75%. Math, guys, it's getting late. Let me uh, let me pull this up. So let's say that you're paying 100 bucks a lead and 75% close. I'm, my brain is still on. I think that's one. I'm, my brain is still on. I'm going to go for a round number, right? Let's say that 50% of people close, just, just for the sake of it. Um, so half. And then you paid $100. So you're paying $200 to acquire a client. Is that worth it? And then having the decision-making process of, of like, well, Google, it's $200 per client, but Facebook is $300 per client and flyers are $50 per client and referrals are free and Google My Business is free and that is free. And this this cost, you know, and yard signs is this. And like knowing the numbers like that broken down is how you can make real decisions of should we buy more yard signs? Should we run more Facebook ads? Should we run more Google ads? So that's why that's important. And then knowing how long they stick around is how much can I pay like to acquire a client? Because I'll tell you right now, he who can pay the most to acquire a, cl a client wins in the end. Like genuinely in the end, that's that's who wins. Okay, it's not a it's not a fact, it's not a rule, it's not all the time, because sometimes some scrappy teenager can put together a better ad than, you know, an experienced marketer. Maybe. But probably not. So it's like Knowing these numbers allows you to compete with others and be able to, you know, outspend if you have to um, figure out, is this worth it or not? Is the growth worth it or not? How do I scale this predictably? And it's like, am I getting consistent people? Are my ads performing consistently? It's okay. Okay. Well, it's $150 or maybe it's a $200 client acquisition cost from um, June to, uh, you know, I don't know, March. But April and May, it's $50. Okay, is that a fact? Is that a rule? Is that something that we've really found? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Now, what if I want to add another truck? Well, how many more clients do I need? I need an extra 100 clients to make a quarter million dollars a year off of another crew to get two employees, you know, hire two employees full-time, benefits, um, all that good stuff. Like, okay, 
Let's just break down the math for that. Like you can literally break down the math for that and just say, okay, well, it takes 100 clients. How much are we spending? You know, in the spring, can we get all those clients in the door? Yes. Okay. It's $50 per client. We need 100 clients. So theoretically, we need to spend $5,000. Um, let's, uh, let's split it up between Google Ads, Flyers, and Facebook right, just to keep a nice diverse portfolio. And if one of them is really is like $20 client acquisition cost, we're going to throw more money that way. And if another one's 70, we're going to throw less money that way, right and doing that well. So that's what I got for you guys right now. I know it's kind of a lot we'll, uh, we'll do a series on this later. But this is what we're talking about when knowing your numbers, like, because we're like, Oh, no, your numbers, no, your numbers are like, Okay, great. So I know how much money I can pull out of the bank account. I know how much I should be paying in taxes. I know how much money I'm kind of sort of making per hour. But when you actually have the broken down numbers, what is your actual profit per man hour? You're like, shoot, that's kind of not where I want it to be. That's kind of not where it needs to be. And then you can go from there. So if you guys got value, cool. If you didn't, if that didn't make sense, let me know as well. Um, and I can redo this. I should probably do something on YouTube where I'm sharing my screen and kind of showing you guys what my system looks like. If you guys would be down for that, let me know. If you want to talk to me, there's going to be like a link to talk to me down below. Um, but either way, guys, have a great day. Keep growing your business. Keep staying focused and keep understanding that the equipment is not the thing that is going to make your business be the business of your dreams and the one that you desire. It's not other people's opinions of you. It's these numbers right here. And it's what you do with the numbers here. So this is the most important thing is actually building a real life business. If you want to have a glorified job, if you always dreamed of having a, a four by four pickup truck with big off road tires and brand new lawnmowers, I know that's not something that I necessarily dreamed of. Yes, I have a nice truck, but I'd, I'd rather drive a sports car, you know, for the same amount of money. I'd, I'd honestly rather drive a sports car, but I can't pull a trailer with it. I can't pull mowers with it. And, you know, I, I'm doing what I need to do to make my money so that I can go buy a sports car, so I can go have fun, so I can go do those things that I actually want to do. So if you really want to build a real-life business, I'm not saying you can't have fun along the way and have some dope equipment. Absolutely. But when it comes to actually building a real-life business that's going to provide for you and isn't just like a weekend warrior, hobby, rah, rah, look at me kind of thing, this is going to be the most important thing. So appreciate it, guys, and I will uh, I will catch you again soon. And I'm looking forward to that uh, that millionaire series. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast, guys.